You're listening to Cinema Geekly Premium, premium podcast from premium people. Thanks for your support. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! It's really great to see everyone. I wish it wasn't just the dark times that brought us together. The man you're looking for is Vandal Savage. Well, who is he? An immortal. You're not going to get rid of him. Watch us. Everyone in there is willing to die to protect us. Do you think that's a little bit insane? I think it's what makes them all heroes. Now, Kendra! Another episode of the legendary Flashing Arrows of Tomorrow, where each week Glenn and I sit down to discuss the DC double shot and in mere weeks, triple shot on the CW. <laughs> uh, there is officially uh, a premiere date for Legends of Tomorrow, Glenn. I don't know if you saw it, but it is January, I believe, the 21st um, is the debut. I'm not dreading it. Which is uh, me either, and it's a Thursday <laughs> Uh, which means if the show continues to run when the Flash and the Arrow return, then there will be a DC show uh, three state three straight days in a row. Uh, if Legends of Tomorrow stays on when Flash and Arrow return, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, all with DC shows. Man, when are we going to record? Uh, God, I don't know. Sometime on a Saturday or Sunday night or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh. We'll figure it out. Uh, this is the first part of a two-parter, which is uh, crossed over with the Arrow, and it in fact is uh, also serving as a setup for the Legends of Tomorrow program. You just want to run through it all together as one, because they. I mean, yeah, it's there's whole... not really you can't really talk about one without doing the other because it. I sat down and watched them back to back, and I, I thank God I did because I think I would have had a headache had I needed it, waited a day. Yeah, cause... I I, I waited <laughs> I waited I waited the day, and one air one uh, uh, one episode was less enjoyable to me than the other, and I think yeah. maybe I would have enjoyed it more if I'd saw them combined into one uh, one thing, but I did not. So. Uh, so it's uh, season two, episode eight of The Flash, Legends of Today. Uh, we are at a Central City dock, and we see the arrival of one Vandal Savage, who appears to be captured, maybe. Maybe he was a stowaway on this ship. I don't know. Uh, no matter. Vandal Savage handles these guys uh, in short time. He kills them very quickly. Mm-hmm. And he is looking for somebody named Priestess Shiara. Uh, we will later find out that this is, in fact, Kendra, Cisco's lady friend. She's pri- Priestess Shiara, uh, though she is not aware of it at first. Um, uh, Barry goes to Star City and enlists the help of Oliver and his team to protect Kendra until they can stop Savage. The team is visited 
by Melka Merlin, who was hiding in a corner somewhere, a dark corner, probably, uh, and then comes out just in time to inform them that Savage is an immortal who cannot be stopped. Uh, later on, Kendra is kidnapped by a winged man. Very similar to what Cisco thought he saw when he vibed Kendra a few episodes ago. Uh, but she is rescued by Barry and Oliver, who then capture her captor. This man is Carter Hall, who tells them that he was once Prince Khufu in ancient Egypt, and that Kendra and he are soulmates. They have been connected for 4,000 years. However, bad news, the pair is <laughs> destined to die, be reborn, and find each other uh, every now and again. Carter also reveals that Vandal has killed them 206 times now. Because of some craziness that happened in Egypt, their life forces are all interconnected to one another. Vandal Savage is immortal because he keeps taking the life force from Prince Khufu and Priestess Shiara. And uh, so far, Hawkman and Hawk Girl are 0 for 206, which is a poor batting average. <laughs> that's, that's pretty bad. That's Bobby Bond's numbers. Yeah, it is. Uh, and each time he kills them, Vandal Savage grows stronger yet. Uh, Vandal locates something else, something that used to belong to him in ancient Egypt, the Staff of Horus, a weapon capable of killing Carter and Kendra. And he finds it, unfortunately for everybody, in Central City. What are the odds? Uh, after Kendra unlocks her abilities, the team decides to regroup in Central City to take down Vandal for good. Meanwhile, in an actual episode of The Flash that's solely just a Flash episode, Caitlin and Harrison Wells create a serum that will increase Barry's speed force temporarily. And now it says here that so he can defeat Zoom, but I, the, the feeling I was getting was so that he could at least be as fast as Zoom to give him the possibility to defeat Zoom. Yeah, and they, they, they leave out the part where he got shot by Barry's girlfriend. Oh, yes, yes, an officer... and officer... she has no idea what the fuck is happening yeah, now. Officer Spivet uh, sees Harrison Wells, because Harrison is out gathering some stuff for the serum, and Officer Spivet sees him, and she's like, wait a minute, that looks like Harrison Wells. And she follows him back, and she's like, Harrison Wells! And he's like, uh, I am Harrison Wells, but I'm not a Harrison... She's like, shut up! And then he, she walks towards him, and then, like, any police officer in 2015 shoots this unarmed man. Well, he did... I mean, granted, he did have that serum gun. Well, he did have that. Which gun. looked like the hopper from Men in Black. Yes, So yes. I could see where she was a bit paranoid, but yeah, she... Well, Man. no, look, look, I'm, I'm joking, of yeah, course. No, and everyone yeah. knows that Harrison Wells in this world is a very dangerous man. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I know. And it was, it was, and a he non was white. He's not, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. It was no a non. I, at first, I thought it was a non lethal shot, but I think she shot him in the heart, maybe. Yeah, she did. And then he had a Kali Ma. Jay Garrick had a Kali Ma's way into the heart and pulled it. Pulled, oh, pulled it out. oh, yes, that's right. Jay Garrick was here, and he actually apparently did something good <laughs> with the speed. Yeah, he was apparently a good Flash for a change. And then he didn't want to use the speed anymore, so he... Yeah. Like, he was scared about it. And then the weird thing was, is it worked, but we didn't see, like, any negative side effects. So I wonder why he was still adamant about him not taking it. I just assumed that he went back to... I, I just presume that he's now, like, an accountant or something, and that's why we don't see him on the show very frequently. But uh, 
yeah, he did sort of just appear randomly. Well, no, I mean, like, he took it. It worked. It was successful. No side effects against him. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, like, don't ever give this to Barry. It's bad. What did you what did you think of the uh what did you think of the Hawkman Hawk Girl uh stuff? Were you happy that they pretty much stuck to the uh the origins of the character instead of trying to uh I guess we shouldn't be surprised because this show has shown that they don't have a problem going out there. Yeah, I mean it was you know This is pretty out there though. Yeah, if you've seen the movie Hancock and you know, God bless, you know, the creator of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Who wrote that movie? Uh, Gilligan, yeah, yeah. But you know, I don't know who gave him that. You know, gave him that idea. But man, that is a complete ripoff of Hot Man and Hot Girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so it's not like the it's not like a, a wider audience hasn't seen this tale been told. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean it, it's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I like Hawkman. I like how they threw in the Savage part because that. I mean, his comic run is called the Savage Hawkman because he's a bloodlust monster. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, it was fine. I mean, Vanal Savage's story changed, which is okay because I'm they they made it. They didn't necessarily change. I mean, the same thing, you know. And said he was a caveman that was hit by a meteor, and now he's an yeah. Egyptian that was hit. But so that's okay, you know. Yeah. Uh, and it fits into the bigger story, and I like how they kind of infuse that into leading into Legends of Tomorrow. Um, so that was nice. But yeah, no, I I liked this episode. Uh, I love. I thought Harrison Wells had some great lines. Uh, mm-hmm. when he was like, "It wasn't a gift from God. It was science. You can. You're. You know. You J- Garrick. You say the reason why it happened is because my lab blew up." How did my lab blow up? Because of science experiments. <laughs> that was, <laughs> you know, we're just given this. You can't just. I liked it because that was. Yes. That was a, that was a really clever thing to do. I never would have thought of having him use the argument that way, and that was nice because that was. It's like a real thing you would see like in a debate or something. Yes. But yeah, no, I uh, I liked this episode. It was, it was really hokey. Um, you know, poor. Uh, Poor what's his name, uh, Cisco. Who oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. again, I really like him as an actor. I don't. He's not necessarily good, um, but he's he's likable and he seems natural. Yeah, and that's likeable, like yeah, he's got his moments of like I like this guy. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's a, he's a really natural actor. I like like I don't know if it happened in this episode, which is what we needed to go back and forth together because I just watched him as one. But um, when he goes, I guess it's the second part, but he goes to high five Felicity. Mm-hmm. And I really think like that wasn't that was an accident. And he just has like the best reaction to it. And they like, kept that it. was weak. Yeah. Like that was uh, that was that was horrible. good. Yeah. 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 They did a bad high five. and He's like, oh, that was horrible. And they kept it in the show. That's mm-hmm. what I'd like to think as well, because it's such a good reaction. Um, yeah. Uh, we'll. uh, uh do you want to go? Do you want to grade this half, or do you want to just go right into the second? Yeah, you know, I feel like we have to grade them combined because it was. Mm-hmm. I really can't differentiate what happened because I just watched them back to back and skipping through commercials. I I really couldn't tell you all too much because this episode end with Carter Hall picking up Kiara. Yeah, like whenever they got him tied up. Is that how this episode ended? Uh. The uh, well, I mean, it uh, I think it ended with them deciding to to regroup. I thought, Isn't oh, okay. that how it ended? yeah, 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 because uh, the beginning of Arrow, 
made me go, holy shit, because they did something really strange. And we'll talk about that, I guess. Uh, it's uh, season four, episode eight of The Arrow, the second part of this. Uh, directed by Thor Frudenthal. Yeah, and this, these were Speedweed show episodes, too. No, this was not this was not a Speedweed show. This was uh, uh, Greg Berlanti and Mark Guggenheim did the Arrow version, and Greg Berlanti and Andrew Kreisberg did the Flash episode. Well, I saw Speedweed's name on there somewhere. Did you? So well, maybe he had some... some... I, think he's, I think he's stepped up to producer role. So he's yeah, probably producer. in the writer's room. It's still a Speedweed joint. Oh, yeah, that's good. Uh, Legends of Yesterday, this is called. The immortal Vandal Savage is still searching for Kendra Saunders and Carter Hall, two metahumans uh, who have existed for 4,000 years, currently being hidden by Oliver Berry and their respective teams. Malcolm Merlin, in the meanwhile, has orchestrated a meeting between Savage, Berry, and Oliver. Savage demands that they turn over Kendra and Carter, or he will destroy both Central and Star City with the Staff of Horus. They devise a plan to deliver the pair as a ruse to get close enough to destroy the staff. The fan, uh, the, the plan, Glenn, fails. Uh, to huh. say the least, Kendra and Carter are killed. And then everyone else is killed. Everyone. <laughs> except for Barry. Yeah. Uh, you see, so in a pre- previously he had seen his mirage. Yeah, in an, in an earlier scene, Barry is out for a morning jog and sees a ghost of himself, which means he's traveled. He's some at some point in the near future, he is traveling through time again. Uh, and this is when he does it. Barry is running and runs fast enough to travel back in time to the point of the original negotiation with Savage. By the way, I liked that cut. That when he stopped. Uh, like he mm-hmm. was right in the room where the like j- the exact same way that they did. I love that. That was that was fine editing. I, I enjoyed. Uh, Barry informs Oliver of his time travel so that they can change their approach to their plan. They deliver Kendra and Carter again, but now with everyone's help, uh, including Black Canary and Speedy and Judge Diggle and everybody, uh, they are able to help uh, Barry steal the staff. He and Oliver use it on Savage apparently destroying him. Afterwards, Kendra and Carter decide to use their powers to help others in another city. Meanwhile, Oliver learns that he has a son and decides to develop a relationship with him without telling Felicity. Oh, and Malcolm Merlin collects the ashes of Vandal Savage's body, probably for nefarious means. Um, yeah, the uh, I like how they just kind of tag at the end. Oliver learns he has a son. Uh, the first time Oliver learns he has a son, uh, tell me about this, Glenn, because I feel like I missed something. I must have. Because Oliver learns that he has a son, uh, and this is how it played out, and I must have missed something. Because to me, it played out like Oliver told Felicity, and Felicity got really mad and then left him. Mm-hmm. Did I, I didn't miss anything. No, she okay. So he did the DNA test. Yes, and he told Barry Allen that he wanted it for Damien Dark. Uh huh. And Felicity's 
like something's up with my boyfriend what the fuck's wrong with him she goes there sees the dna test and knows that it's barry's dna because which again like i was like that's really stupid and i was like oh well you know yeah i guess that makes sense i mean she would she would see his blood a lot all the tests she has to do on him anyways okay that's kind of that's clever i guess I, i can forgive it and then um and she's mad because he he wouldn't tell her, and he still continuously doesn't tell her everything. And he she sees it as trust being broken. Like he doesn't trust her, like she ah. wants him to. Ah, so he couldn't have just simply explained that this woman who I impregnated back when I was a lousy human being uh, doesn't want anybody to know. She's upset that even I know about the child being mine. And she yeah. doesn't want me to tell anyone, no matter who it is, those are her wishes if I want to have a relationship with my child. Now you know, and you're really mad at me that I, I, I don't know. I felt like that was ridiculous. Well, you want to talk about some other women logic they had in the show? When she's like, I don't want him to grow up like you and just, you know, doing all these drugs and getting young women pregnant. Oh, you're right, because you didn't sleep with him and get pregnant. <laughs> Like that was, yes, that was, I'm sorry, but it was a little, it was a little, I I just, I did not, I just, I don't know. I just didn't think like, it all seemed kind of logical to me. I I feel like she would be upset. Maybe even, you know, I, I feel like Felicity would have a right to be upset, but I feel like it was upset to a huge degree. Like it would worry me as Oliver Queen, like. She got that mad over something that, if you stop and think about it for two seconds, is kind of reasonable. Yeah, like he said, like, I just, can I get some time to process it? Well, when were you going to tell me? I, I don't know. He found out, like, this afternoon that he's yes. got a son. Like, he's a father of a human being. Yeah. He didn't even know. Yes, like, I, I figured, like, you'd be, I mean, look, I'd be like, look, I'm a little disappointed. Maybe even a lot disappointed that you felt like you couldn't share this information with me, but I kind of understand that this is how the mother feels. And it's not and about I, her. Yeah. And I realize this is a lot to take in and a lot to process and you have my support and take all the time you need. Uh, you know, we can talk about trust issues later right now. Let's or even like how I can't believe I'm going to say it, but the way like Tompkins talks to Gordon Holy and, shit. and yeah. Gotham and she was like, we're going to have a conversation, but not right now because You've got bigger things to worry about than you kissing that whack job in the yes in the interrogation room. Like that's how it should have been handled, and they they didn't. And then, as Aaron said, I really can't wait for them to kill Felicity off. Look, I don't even I don't even think she's bad most of the time. Like I'm okay with her. No, I don't think she's bad. I just think they make her say stupid things. Yes. Like they they use her to move the plot along, and her character changes for the plot, and that's that's not good writing. <laughs> so, uh, okay, uh, let's talk about uh, these episodes. What did, what did you think of uh, the the combined Legends of Today and Legends of Yesterday episode? Um, it was a little choppy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I liked it. I, I liked, I liked a lot of things they did. Um, I thought they did a good job of, uh, pushing Kendra into, you know, believing herself as Kiara. Yeah. 
the funny thing was those flashbacks. I kept thinking of the Mummy Returns. <laughs> With uh, 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 the the only thing that stuck out to me was like Carter Hall looked like a pretty white guy to me, and yeah. he's pl- here. He is playing an Egyptian. Yeah, he's uh, super white. Yeah, it's like oh my god, it's gods of Egypt all over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was any yeah. any modern day movie made in Egypt. Um, Kendra, I mean that that was fairly that was more believable. Vandal Savage also a super white guy. Um. Yeah, but at least, like, at least uh, his skin wasn't so pasty. You know, he had a little bit of color to it. Yeah. I'm like, I when I see him, I'm like, okay, he's probably got some, like, Eastern European in him. You know, which would be a little bit more forgivable than than the Aryan blonde-haired, blue-eyed guy, you know. Sure. But no, I mean, I, I I thought it was fine. I mean, they were they were fine setups for you know the show. It got me excited about a couple of things. I like the guy who plays Vandal Savage. Same, yes. Yeah, I like him. He uh he had some he had some really good delivery on some of his lines, and uh, he does he kind of looks scary. He's a little skinny. I wish he was a little bit bigger. Like his build, he has a thinner frame. Yes. And it may just be because of how thick his jackets and stuff on him, but usually you would think that make that makes someone seem bigger. But I guess just his head kind of seems small. Yeah. The uh, I really like the 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 fight scene in Oliver's apartment where he shows up, and he is just handling all of them, and it takes like three people shooting arrows at it, <laughs> other people, like just for a few arrows to even connect with him. Yeah, because he's deflecting everything left and right, and catching shit and throwing it back at people, and it was awesome. He was a one man wrecking crew, and I, I really liked Barry Allen, uh, except for the one scene where he was like, "You guys were arguing about something. I don't know, you know, like come on, you're a forensic scientist. Can you really not fucking connect the dots on this one, buddy?" <laughs> um, but no, I liked him. Like I really. Was getting antsy, like I was kind of, because I didn't know if they were gonna have Hunter show up in this or not. So I was like, oh my god, is Barry Allen also gonna get blown up in the blast? Yeah. Maybe he was just seeing things with that mirage. Like I was really rooting for him to outrun this blast because everybody else got vaporized. Yes, um, yes. yeah, it was it was pretty gruesome. It was, yes. <laughs> it's like their faces melted. I mean, it was crazy you know they said they were an indiana jones movie like that's what yes, it was, that was so and scary. and again i loved that jab at oh a bunch of superheroes going to a farmhouse and seen this before um i mean <laughs> i was so taken aback by that that happened right at the beginning of the arrow part of the uh of this two-parter and I, it just blew my mind. They're like, holy shit, they just referenced Age of Ultron on this DC television show. Um, and, and I think it was like, su- I thought the line was something more like uh, a bunch of superheroes at a farmhouse. Like, I think I've seen that in a movie before. Yeah. Which I thought was like less of them. Maybe, I mean, maybe they were poking fun at it, but it felt more like to me, like they're saying they watch Marvel movies on this D- on this DC television show. Even the DC television show is like, yeah, hey, we go watch those movies. Those are good movies. Uh, but it would, no, it was just weird to me that they even made reference to it. Uh, it just seemed really strange. Like, I think it's kind of cute, but it just felt weird to me that they even acknowledged 
Uh, now I'm wondering if there's going to be some sort of DC reference on like one of the Marvel movies or in a, I mean, a Marvel show or something. They referenced, you know, in the Deadpool movie, it's referenced. I mean, I oh, guess sure. you can get I mean, you can get away with it because he breaks the fourth wall. But yes, I just thought it was. I thought that was funny. I really, I laughed. Oh, why? Well, because you said they mentioned Age of Ultron, and they she was like, you know, this is a farm. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I, I mean, like they mentioned it without mentioning it, but. You know, obviously, anybody who's a fan of the genre like immediately knew exactly what they were making. But they've done that a few times. I mean, they'll they'll make <laughs> they'll make comments like that, like an Arrow. They're like, "How many abandoned warehouses are there?" You know, like so they. Oh sure. The writers are pretty aware of of certain cliches that. Oh yes. That happen. So that that's nice. But... I, th- I, th- I thought it was I thought it was a fun little quirk that was unexpected. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I definitely did not see it coming. Um, and I, I, and I love, but again, I, I loved Harrison Wells in that first part though. He was, he was great. Tom Cavanaugh was mucho excelente. Agreed. Uh, are we supposed to like or dislike Carter Hall? I mean, so he's fun. not a likable person. Okay. That's so. great. Okay. So then I, then good. I'm justified in not particularly caring for this guy. Yeah. He's, 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 he's a, he fights and that's pretty much it. He, he, he's, there's not much to them. Like they've got me. They've they they really had me thinking. Like oh, I I because I, I sort of enjoyed the Kendra Cisco relationship, and now I feel kind of shitty. And then Cisco even made the point of like, why are you going with this guy? It seems like you don't even like him all that much. And you know, I mean, they make a cute little joke about how you know any four thousand year old relationship is going to be a little complicated. <laughs> um, well, you know, it's just like again in Hancock. You know, Cisco's Jason Bateman and. You know, Carter Hall's Will Smith. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Uh, <laughs> holy Just, shit. I'm telling you. I think I would rather end up with Jason Bateman than Will Smith. I Stability. Guess. Sure, sure. Safe. Uh, overall, I think I liked the, the two parts together. Uh, yeah, separately, they I didn't think they were that great. But together, it again, so set up, there was a lot of setups and a lot of payoffs. Yes. Um, I was, uh, you know, I mean, it kind of became, I, I guess I should have taken the, uh, the hint at the time travel thing when, uh, uh, when Felicity was like, I hate you for not trusting me enough with this information. I should have taken that as the cue that, oh yeah, that's going to get changed when Barry goes back in time. It didn't hit me until the meeting with Savage where he kills uh, Hawk Girl and Hawkman. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what he's going to go back in time to fix. And then he <laughs> proceeded to kill everybody else. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's definitely going back to fix this. <laughs> <laughs> kills like, everybody. Yeah, like the cities are the city is wiped out. Everyone, everyone is uh, incinerated. That's twice they've done that now. Yes. I mean, it's they've done it twice, so that, that's not too bad, but... You know, it's gonna. I guess it's gonna be that annual episode where Barry goes back in time because all of mankind gets wiped out. What did you, know? you make of the? Uh, what did you make of the scene with Oliver and his uh, kid at the end? Where he I thought it was cute, playing with the the Flash action figure and the yeah. Uh, they even monetized the fucking Captain Cold. I wonder if he. I wonder if he gets a piece of that because they did make an action figure out of his light out of his likeness. I wonder if uh, he gets a piece of that or not. 
don't know. I mean, I I thought it was cute. I liked it. I mean, again, that's that's the Flash though, you know. And he's like looking around, and when the, the Flash coffee, like when they when they started that, oh yeah, like eight months ago. Yeah. You know, it's just it's the Flash. You know, it's it's uh you know doesn't take itself seriously, and it's nice. You know, it's it's right. a nice nice little thing to take a break from. You know, secretly Oliver is like, I wish I had an action figure. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, he does. Um, I mean, he does, but you know, not in the show. Uh, yeah. Not it, not in show canon. Um, yeah. Overall, I think they did a pretty good job. Here's a question. And they were uh, good looking action figures too. Like they did look cheap. Here's a question: What's Malcolm Merlin doing with the ashes of Vandal Savage? Um, I mean, he can can he pour those into Lazarus Pit? Is that enough to bring him back? Probably. I guess it wouldn't really affect him too much. Uh, I mean, you can't kill. I mean, I've never seen Vandal Savage get vaporized. So yeah. <laughs> well, because I mean, it's like they vaporized him, and my twelve year old walks in because she had missed. She's like, "Where's Vandal Savage?" And I'm like, "That's Vandal Savage," like pointing at the pile of dirt on the ground, and she's like, "Oh." Uh, and then astutely brings up the point of like, well, then why are they doing that other show? Isn't he the villain in that show? And he's dead now. And I thought about it for a minute. I'm like, well, you know, they're traveling through time to like stop him. But if he eventually gets stopped in the present, you know, why do they bother going all throughout time? I don't know. It's weird. Uh, so presumably he's not going to be dead, dead. He's going to come back. No, I mean, I'm sure like. You know, obviously, if it was a setup, it would have been Merlin was his failsafe. There's probably some kind of spell he could do to bring him back. Yeah, to be fair, because it does not. I don't think Merlin was involved in the fighting of this man. No, he was not. He was the guy who's like, I'm terrified of this guy. Uh, he was the guy who knew who he was, but he was terrified of him. And he's the guy who set up the meeting to hand over Hawkman and Hawk Girl. But I don't believe he ever fought against him. So you're right. No. Malcolm Merlin, uh, as Malcolm El Ghoul, may be uh, working beneath Vandal Savage. And you're right, maybe this is a backup plan in case something happens. Yeah, I mean, he probably has something held over him yeah, for his daughter. May, yeah, maybe he, yeah. Uh, or maybe... Hey, I kill Oliver, who think she's going to turn to, you know? Yeah, I mean, maybe Malcolm is the one who warned him in the first place that, hey, look, it's not just these two. There are a bunch of others now, and it might not be as easy as it's been the other 206 times that you've done this. Uh, you know, you're right. Maybe there is some sort of plan that has been uh, that has been formulated. Um, here's the thing. Uh, I don't know how it's going to turn out for the Arrow, but this episode of The Flash was the highest rated of the season. Good. It almost did. It almost hit four million viewers. Good. Which is the highest. Uh, Highest of any episode this season, except for The Darkness and the Light, uh, which that's the second highest one uh, that did 3.87. This did 3.94 million. Uh, So it did did well. Uh, I'm guessing this will also probably be a season high rating for The Arrow. I'm I'm guessing a much higher rating than they've been getting because they haven't even been cracking three on hmm. arrow they haven't had a single episode hit three million i mean i hope the flash picks up i mean if it could get like supernatural numbers that'd be good yeah uh so it's doing well uh all right so let's rate these two episodes sir as one legends of today and legends of yesterday what would you give it as a uh as a complete story uh like 
three and three fourths. I mean, a really soft four, a really high three and a half. Mm-hmm. That's a that's about it. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Three and three quarters is what I have in front of my face on this on this very piece of paper, Glenn. Uh, I mean, it could have been a five had they thrown in Grodd or yeah, there's like King Shark. Yeah, yeah. Besides, just previously on King this Shark, was, this was a very solid episode that did not blow me away. Yeah, um, it introduced a character that I am I am interested in seeing uh, more of, and it made me more. Uh, it brought me more off of the fence fo- uh, in favor of Legends of Tomorrow. So that's. That can only be a good thing. Yeah, uh, I can see. I you can see where this show might, you know, could be pretty fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe they'll introduce Wild Man, and Wild Man can fight. Yeah, Vandal Savage. That'll be great. We just more anthropomorphic characters. That's what we need. Yes, more animals, everybody. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for this week. But we'll be back with more. Uh, there appears to be at least one more episode of of uh, the Flash and Arrow uh in uh remaining in 2015 and then i believe then they are also off uh for the holiday seasons i don't know if they're going to come back uh they may not come back until february i don't know uh they may come back in january along with legends of tomorrow or they may come back after the the run of legends of tomorrow i don't know for certain uh but i guess we i I guess we'll all find out I, i expect for there to be uh, a bit of a tease somewhere on either the Flash or Arrow. Well, yeah, you still gotta bring in Heatwave and Captain Cold. So yes, yes, you do. Um, I mean, maybe they do that in the pilot for Legends of Tomorrow, but I don't know. Yeah, Why? break him out of jail. Uh, we will find out. Uh, we'll come back talk in season two, episode nine of the Flash, called "Running to Stand Still," in season four, episode nine of Arrow, called "Dark Waters." Thank you.